You have the shkalim, and then next to next to it is the nedava. And now you want to know there's money in between. Where does that money go? How do you know it? It fell from one of these two boxes. Somebody threw it in. They didn't throw it. You know, missed the hole, and it bounced out. And the question is, which box does it go in? Carve the shkalim. If it's closer to the shkalim pile. Then it goes to the Shkalim. Linedava, if it's closer to the Nedava, Yiplu Linedava, then it goes to the Nedava. Metzel, Metzel, if it's 50 50, Yiplu Linedava, then it should go to the Nedava. Okay? Um, we'll see why. How do you choose when it's 50 50? I have no idea. But good question. Okay, I can't tell you. Okay, we'll see more about it. Between the wood and the levona, if it's closer to the wood, to the wood box, the wood container, so you pull eitzim, then the money should go for eitzim. If it's closer to the levona, the frankincense box, you pull levona, it goes to that side. If it's 50-50, you pull levona, then levona wins. Okay. Then kinel goes the ola. So curve the kin, you pull the kin in. Curve the goes the ola, you pull goes the ola. The goes the ola. Merza the merza, you pull goes the ola. When you're not sure, you put it the goes the ola, just in case. Okay. Now that's the end of the 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 mix-ups over here that we're talking about. Between chulin and meiser, when it comes to chulin and meiser, meaning I have two containers in my house, and one of them I keep my chulin money, and the other one I keep my meiser sheni money. And now I find a coin in between my two boxes. So one is my piggy bank, whatever. And I don't know which one it fell out of. So what's the halacha? So karb l'chulay and yiblu l'chulay. L'maiser sheni, yiblu l'maiser sheni. Mechzal mechzal, yiblu l'maiser sheni, then yiblu l'maiser sheni. What's the rule? Zakal, here's the rule. Ha'ilchen achar akarv l'akil. Whatever is closest, if there's, if, there, if there's one that it's closest to, then you go to that one l'akil, even to be lenient. But if it's 50-50, then you have to pit it to the more stringent side. That's what we're going to explain in the Gemara. Why did the ones that we say over here, what's the stringency to choose that side over the other side? So we're going to get to it. So first things first is um, the Gemara is bothered by, wait a second, we mentioned that there are 13 you know, uh, shofros where the money was kept. And we listed them. The first was Shkolim, Taklin Charetin, Taklin Atikin, Right? We went our way down, and then at the end there were six linadaba. So, how's it falling from the shekel chadash one, and it's in between it and the one of, lin- of linadaba that's all the way on the opposite end? What kind of discussion is that? That's the Gemara's question. Shkalim was right next to Kinim, it wasn't next to Nedava. Uh, Why are you telling me this halacha of Shkalim next to Nedava? It wasn't like that. That actually was a circle. So there was a big round, you know, um, 13, you know, different containers in a, in a round area. And therefore, it was the, the, the shekel going one way is next to shekel chadash, next to shekel taklin uh, atikin, next to kinin, next to goes the ola. That's true. But in the other direction, it was closer to the Nidava. So that's why, because it was made in a circle. So the first thing teaches us that it was circular. Okay, next. Now we said, Why is that the Chabr taken away? 
is is Baylamemer Shem Yiplu. So what what's the reason that it goes le Nindava? Why is that the Chomer? Maybe it should go to the to the to the to the to the shekel, which is going to the carbon car, that, that we're chayiv. So the Gemara answer is is the boy lemeimar shem yiplu shir liska because any money that's in the shekel chadash section, what if they don't need that money with talacha? That money stays there, and then leftovers is shir liska. What do you do with shir liska? You fix the mizbeis hamikdash. It's not even going to end up in a carbon. So the machmir is to put it to Nidava, which if for sure will end up in a korban. Better, better to definitely be in a korban than to be in the box, which goes to korbanos mostly, but some of it will end up not for korbanos when you have extra funds. So that's why the chamra dikasaid is to make sure that it ends up as a korban, which is Nidava. Okay. So next. So the Gemara says, Is bayil meimar, okay, um, now, So one answer is because we don't want it to end up with Shari Lishka. The other answer they say is that the, that we look at it when it's Mechza Mechza as if um, as if somebody died. Which means that uh, um, if you can't put it into the Shekel side because what happens if there's extra um, um, Morning. Right. Well, well if, sh- if somebody has a shekel that he set aside and then he died, what are you supposed to do with it? Do you put it in the shekel? No, because he's dead. So, because we're cautious that maybe he died, so or like whatever, because of that possibility, so you just put it in the dava that it should go to an offering that dead people can bring. So that's the thing. Once it's in the fifty-fifty, so it's like it's like as if the person who donated that is dead, which means. That it has to go in the Tava. So that's the other explanation. Who makes the, the decision? The Mishnah taught us. What do you mean? The Mishnah taught us what to do. Whoever finds it, anybody who finds it knows the Allah, he puts it in the right one. If you don't know the Allah, he has the Rav. If you don't know. Okay. Now, let's continue. Amar, Amar Rabbiosi, Rabbiosi says, Adana Taman, Shamit Kal Rav Shalishmol. Well, he's still in Bavel. So remember, Yosef switched from Bavel to Eretz Yisrael. So I heard Rebuda asking a question to Shmuel. And if a shiklo umes, somebody separated his shekel and he died, Amrle Yiplin and Tava. So you see, that's where, that's the answer. So, so the Gemara says, Asir Saifa Shalom. What do you do with the Asir Saifa of the person who died? So Rabbi Yechonamar, you lichem yamamelech, you go to yamamelech, and Rabbi Lazar Omer, you pull in the tava. Okay, um, so that's the end of the that quote. Now the Gemara has a question. Makashi, we have a difficulty on the law here. Vyesh chatas kareva ola. How can remember we said that if you have money between the kinin and the gozli ola, and you're not sure where do you put it to the gozli ola, but what if it came from the kinin? We know that according to the Chachamim, half of the money is going for Chatos and half of it's going for Olas. So now I'm taking some, I'm potentially taking Chatos money and I'm putting it for an Ola. How come I do that? So since when can a Chatos be brought as an Ola? So Chizkiah B'Shem Reb Shem Belakish says, Tenai Bezdin Hu. That that's part of the, the Bezdin makes a condition 
Alamosar, that whenever there's extra money, Sheikrivolos, that it goes to being an Ola. Okay, so that's a, a tonight best and answers the question. The question, though, still is, remains, Haisha Zos Bimayimis But this lady, I mean, it's a 50 50 possibility which one it came from. So this lady, shouldn't it go to the, uh, I mean, she's not getting her kapara. How does that work? So, the one who is provide kinin, anytime there's a psul, he had to take care of it out of his own pocket. That's the catch. Now, what does it mean there's a psul? If there's money that's, pos- that's, that's in between, so they'll have to inform him and say, bring an extra carbon just in case. And he had to provide it, even though he wasn't getting the money for it. That's the, that's the deal. You know, you like it, you know, that's it too. Mm-hmm. So that's the cost of doing business. The same thing like when I do with the pushka. If I get me stuff, I know if it's my money, pushka's money. You have to put it yeah, in. Oh, it's, yeah. it's a kapara, right? Kapara. <laughs> so the question is, is that we left out a lot of cases in the Mishnah. What about if it's between the Ketiris and the Eitzim? What about, if, right, the Levona, Lizav, the Kaporas? In all those cases, we don't mention anything. But the point is, is that you don't, we don't have to write everything. We got the rule. What's the rule? We always go by what's close. And Maxel Maxel I just want to point out the, the Mepharshim explained why. Uh, it doesn't say in the Mishnah why. But, uh, but, uh, but that, there is a principle that we go by the closest thing. And that's based on the... Um, um, because the, the, we know that the halacha is by Egla Rufa. If you find a, de- a person who was murdered, where do you have to measure to? The closest city. Who says he, who says he had any shaykhahs to that closest city? We don't know. But whenever there's a doubt... No, but whenever there's a doubt, we always assume it's the closest. So that's the, that's the, that's the basis for this halacha over here, is from that we see a klal in that halacha that, we, that, there's, a, that there's an assumption that when something happened, it happened from the closest location. When equidistance goes to... When equidistance, goes to then, it's, then it goes lachmir, that's, that's just logical, that we don't know which way... It's not more likely. It's it's the more strict version. Meaning, well, which so like 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 for instance, we had uh, either it's going to go lenedava, which is karbanos ola, or it's going to go to the uh, to the shkalim. Now that's also karbanos, but those are the the obligatory karbanos of the year. But since the leftover money might be not used as a karban, so the chumra is to put the money to what will definitely go for a karban. So that's what I mean. That's the, so it doesn't go to the more likely, it goes to the more uh, stringent, the Khamar. Sunday, you have a job, make sure the point's taken in the chest. Okay. <laughs> so, for example, this lady puts her money in for, uh, for the birds. Right. And she, as far as she knows, everything is then taken. Good to go, right. Um, does she get her kapara at that time? She does. At the no, it happens at the end of the day because the 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 kanim, the kanim will definitely get to it sometime during the day. That's part of their job. They make sure they go through every day. They go through, make sure that they emptied out the entire contents and they brought the corresponding korbanos. 
the chiddush here that we just said is that if there's a coin that's right in between it and the next one, that that could be from there, we're going to bring one extra carbon just as a, just in case, even though there's no funds for it. That covers everybody that gave any money because you don't know whose coin it is. Exactly, we have to do it for everybody. Exactly, no. but the point is that coin that may be bounced out. Yeah. So then that's. Do you know that's a bird? What? That would be an ola offering. The if it, it's the, a chatas and an ola. What? At the end of the day. Yeah. You bring one extra. It has to be a chatas and an ola. Right, double. It's a package. And according to according, not like according to Rebbe Remember, Rebbe says they're all olas because not you can't bring a chatas like this. What if the lady dies? Whatever. But we are we go assuming like the chachamim. It's a bird pair. It's a bird pair. Right, a pair of birds. Right, exactly. All right, new mishnah. Um, once we're talking about what happens when you find money. So if you have people who are in the in the animal business, so they're selling animals. And you find cash on the floor in front of the animals. You have to always assume that that money must be Meiser Shani money. Because that's the most likely use of uh, people who are buying animals. They're buying it with Meiser Shani money. Okay? And this is all year long. Over if you find money on the Temple Mount, then it's uh, you know, counterintuitive, but you have a right to assume that it's free and clear money. It's not my Shani money. We'll see why. Um, if it, this is, if it's by the Sochre Behema, so people who are buying animals are most of them are most of them are Meiser, are trying to buy Meiser Shani Behemas. Who else is buying animals? Okay, most people. No, right. But I'm saying right. If it's just anywhere in the streets of Yerushalayim. Then, if it's any part, time of the year, just not near the holidays, so then it's cool. It's just regular money. But if it's near the holidays, then everything's nicer. If you find meat in the courtyard of the base of Migdash, if it's a varim, if it's a limbs, so that's like a big limb, so then you say, Ola, so it's probably an Ola, and you treat it as such. If it's sliced meat, so chatos, that makes sense that it's a chatos. So you treat it as a chatos. Over shalayim, if you find such meat in your shalayim, so zivchei shlamim, okay, slices, okay, it's in pieces that are, you know, that they serve, right? Then it's assumed to be a carbon shlamim. Zev is but either the chatos or the shlamim cannot be eaten, okay, to uber tzuras, you have to wait, Till it's uh, till the next day, basically till or till it's possible, the carbon for sure possible. So meaning, if it's in the, if it's in the azar, it's probably a chatas. So you have to wait till the next day. If it's a shlamim, so then you have two days and a night to eat it. So you have to wait till the following day, um, and then we have to be Then you burn it, and that's because it was already has chadas on it. You you know this this uh, meat was lost, so we 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 can't assume. That it's a uh, tahar and whatever, therefore we're gonna have to burn it. But oh, maybe right. on the outside chance that not, so therefore we just have to wait till we know it's for sure possible and then we burn it. But nobody's eating any of these meats. Now, Nimtsa Begulin, what if you find meat eh, somewhere else, you know, in Houston, okay, or wherever, another place, not in Yerushalayim? So, Ivarim, if it's in limb form, so nobody, you know, that's not 
a, a, a sign that it's from a kosher sword. A kosher, uh, therefore, nevelas. It's assumed that it wasn't, uh, wasn't, it's a nevela, it's good for dogs, whatever. The chatichos, but if it was cut up in like portion size, like slices, so then, with terrace, you can eat that meat, it's perfectly fine. Kosher. Shasarego, but if it's around the holiday, Shabbos and Ruba, where there's a lot of meat around, because people just buy a whole side of beef and they kind of cut it up for the holiday, so that's a different story. We'll see more about this right now in the Gemara. So first of all, I don't get it. You're telling me that, the, the, that in the Harabayas it should be Kodesh. What kind of business? Isn't that for sure should be coming? Any money should be from the Trumas Alishka? Um, and now you're telling me that in Harabayas, if you find the money, oh, then it's for sure Chulid. Anywhere else, it's kind of worried that it's Kodesh. Here in Harabayas, which is the Temple Mount, you're assuming it's, it's not. And what kind of business? Where you, where you find this description. Right, this is closer to... What? It's so interesting. Yesterday, I found some money. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, and I gave it to uh, Cassandra. Okay. That's funny, just yesterday See? I lost Just yesterday I lost some money. Oh, that's not <laughs> true. This is in a public place. If you're this is cheap. Yeah, right, right. No, so that, uh, right. It's actually that we mirror what we learned last time. It always connects. I money last wherever. Right, it connects. That's 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 really a different masach. That's in Bab Metziah when you find money in a, when you find money in a shul, you can pick it up and keep it, and there's nothing to worry about. That's for sure. Yeah, shul is a public place. You don't have to put it in charity. You don't have to. Okay. Anyway, but uh, whatever. It's a different. It's a, but it's interesting how things tie in. Right. Yes. Uh, just a similar question. If uh, let's say someone left a book in shul and doesn't have a thing written in it. Yeah. There's no, there's no ownership. It's also like a, the general feeling like you have to give it to shul and they let them put a stamp now become a shul property. That's not so simple. It's not. It's not certainly not a requirement. But uh, there, there, it's more complicated because a book, even if it doesn't have a name in it, there could be simon in it, um, that that they would recognize it. It's uh, something like money is very different because there is no simon that could, that that would be acceptable on money. If it's just cash, so then well, even if people write their name on it, doesn't mean it's theirs. So they, they, yeah. well, Oh, you have held the book? Okay, there you go. Let's say right. someone left the book and uh, I know exactly whose book it is and he's not in town for the last three years. Maybe he will come five years from now. So I make it for safety for myself? You should. You should. You should. If you know who it is, you should let him know that he, have the, that he left his book. He doesn't give up. All right, okay. I don't have his contacts. So then, that, there's a story in the Kelm Yeshiva that for 10 years they had, a, they had an umbrella that they used to clean underneath it and put it back down because the, the, what you, the halakha is, you just leave it there for when he comes back. And, they never, and they, nobody touched it. And it was sitting there for 10 years. They, they used to dust underneath it and put it right back down. 
And uh, 10 years later, the guy shows up and sees his umbrella exactly where he okay, left that, it. That's Kel. How about other places? It should be the same way. That's the halacha. Kel is just following the halacha. That's all. It's just they're, they're, more, they're, they're on top of their... That's moving. Thank you very much. Okay. So the Gemara says, uh, what kind of business in Har Bayis we don't assume it's Kodesh? So Rabbi Bob, Rabbiya, B'Shem, Rabbi Yechanan says Chazaka. We have a tradition. You have to realize is what more greater likelihood is the money coming from? Is the is it money that's on the way in or money on the way out? If it's money on the way out, the every dollar that was inside the base of Mikdash was mechulal first on the beima, and therefore you have a right to assume that the money was is, is chulin. And that's the difference. So that's why we know that it, that's why you have a right to assume that it's chulin. Okay. Next, basar shenim, so we said that you find meat. So it's a little interesting, the Allah of what, what happens when you find meat, whether you can assume it's kosher or not, carbon or not. Now, Reb Lezer Rishem says the reason why you have to basically be, do an Ibur Tzura, which basically w- makes sure that it's no good and then burn it, is because his Siyah Das, Tan Ibur Tzura. If there's a Hesach Das, which means that there was, not, nobody was on top of the, 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 this meat to make sure that nothing happened to it, then there's nothing you can do but let it for sure become no good and then burn it. Now, Amr of Hoshia, Amr King. Yes, fits with the mission to Uber Tsurasso, the Yitzhabis Rafa. It's exactly what our Mishnah proves, that halacha. Some Rabyosi Vyos um makes sense. Lachloe Natyachal, you can't eat it. Why Shemin is Kalkal Tsurasso? Maybe uh, something happened to it. So obviously you can't eat it. From Kain, Sarah Memer to Uber Tsurasso, the Yitzhabis Rafa. Obviously, uh, well, what else are you gonna do? There there are there there are possibilities that Something happened that it became tummy or whatnot, and there's no way to know. So it makes sense that the, the only option, and you don't know, you don't know it's for sure bad either. So therefore, you have to wait till it's for sure bad by Ibert Surah, which is waiting till the following day, and then you bring in the basis reifa. Now, what about meat that's found in the Gvulin, outside, uh, not, you know, anywhere, any city? So Rabbi Krispa B'Shem Rabbi Yosi Rabbi Chanina. Says Allah, Ivarim Nevelas. We assume that the Ivarim is Nevelas. Lokin Aleyan Mishum Nevela. It's not, oh, maybe it's a Nevela. No, no, no. If you eat it, we're going to give you Malkus as if it's a Nevela. That's how strong it is. Okay? It's like a for sure. Okay? That's pretty, it's pretty stern. Masnis Amrakain. And that's actually indicated in the Mishnah. Because look what the Mishnah says. Ivarim. Eilis, uh, nevelis. If it's evarim, it's nevelis. Vechatichas mutaras. And if it's sliced, then it's mutar. Now, chatichas mutaras, what does the words mean when you say chatichas mutaras? Lo mamish, but doesn't it mean literally that it's mutar? You actually eat it? Yeah. So the chvasi evarim nevelis. So when we say evarim nevelis, we don't mean it's true, you know, you can't eat it because maybe it's a nevela. It means it, what it says, just like over here, it means what it says. And therefore, it's nevelos and lokan aleyan mishum nevela, and you'll get malchus as if it's a nevela. That's we assume that that is, is for sure. Ah, brings us to the next thing. Reb Chris, Reb Shem, Reb Yosi, Reb Chanina. Im hayu machrozos. If, however, it's hanging on strings, so that's already you know. Even though it's a, uh, so that's already a a simon like okay, tied up. So uh, each one the, it's tied together. So then it's mutter, because obviously this somebody dropped 
and it's not just a, uh, it's not definitely a novella. A person was maybe bringing it to a butcher. It's not like this is a different story when it's meat that's tied up. Okay, and you see, because the you don't tie up the novellas that you're planning on just throwing it to the dogs. But when it's tied up, it's obviously fell from somebody, and he was uh, gonna finish processing it or something like that. Okay. Now, of course, everyone's familiar with the Nekta Halacha. It's very famous. Teshachanuyos have nine stores, Mokros, Basar, Nevela. And they're selling Basar, Nevela. So nine selling non-kosher meat, Basar, Basar, okay? And one selling real kosher meat, okay? So, Obviously, uh, you're, we're worried that it's 50, that maybe it's not kosher. But when you find it in the street, so if you're not sure which store you went into, the kosher or the non-kosher, we look at it as a 50-50, and you have to be kosher that it's not kosher. But regardless which is the, the rove. But if you find it on the floor, so the halach is holchen rove. Okay? Um... Um, and that's the same, uh, and, and it, so therefore it's assumed to be nevela in the street, if it, most of them sell nevelas. We're also worried. If you went into one of the stores, we look at it as a 50-50. That's the same, that's a rule called kol When it's in its location, we look at it as a 50-50. It's like a, uh, either I went into the, the kosher store or the non-kosher store. We look at that as a 50-50 as, as a, as a, because as a it's only two possibilities. But when it comes to finding it in the street, we came from somewhere and we assume that it came from one of these stores. Okay. Now, I'm Rabbi Yachan, if you find... what? So this is an interesting thing. You're in the store, okay? And you're outside in the street, and a guy has meat in his hand. And there's, again, nine kosher stores, one non-kosher butcher shop, and you find meat by the hand of the guy. So, that's the same as finding it in the street. And therefore, you have a right to assume, if the, you have a right to assume when you find it in the street that it's from the kosher store, because nine out of ten chances it comes from the kosher store. So, in the hands of the guy, also you have a right to assume that. That's the Chiddush that we're saying here. So, Blazer Bereb Chagai have a masmech the Rabbi Mana. So, he was leaning on Rabbi Mana. And Chamel Achadar Moi, Makta Min Susei, Mapig Lebra. He was cutting off, the, you know, uh, 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 cutting up meat and throwing it. So, um, so how can you. <laughs> so, he's asking, it's like. When you're finding meat in the hand of a, of a guy, you have a right, what kind of business do you have a right to assume that it came from the kosher store? It doesn't make any sense. It's uh, illogical because uh, this is, he, cut up, he was cutting up his horse and, uh, and throwing it. Okay? It was like a dead horse or something like that. So uh, I, on what basis? came. Amr Rabbi Yaisi, you should know what Rabbi Yaisi explains, Rabbi, Behain Shero also Yotzimimakulinshal You saw the guy walk out from the Jewish store. So that that only sells kosher meat anyway. So you have a right to assume that it's kosher meat. So in other words. Not that, not that he was chopping up his horse, right. So meaning, so what's the, so I'll give you an example. 
So you see him walking out of a, a strictly, obviously, we don't mean like H-E-B, which sells both kosher and non-kosher. If it's only kosher, let's say only kosher pushers, and then there's one store that's not kosher, but he's coming out from a Jewish store, and then the wrapped up meat is falling on the floor. You saw it fall out of his backpack, and then he's going. So you're not mechuyiv to go return it, but you know where it came from. It came from the store, most likely. Then you have a right to assume that it came from the same kosher butcher. Okay? And therefore, you would, be, uh, you would be allowed to take it, and you'd be allowed to even eat it. But when we just don't... We, when you, that's when you saw him coming out of the Jewish store uh, that only sells kosher, but otherwise, that doesn't, uh, that's not going to be the case. All right. Yeah, question? Can you please help me find the place? I lost the place where we are. We are at the... We're at... Uh, seven lines from the bottom of the page. Okay? Which one? Which one? Chad Barnash. The bottom of Yud Tesamid Beis. Seven lines from the end. Chad Barnash B'Tziporin. There were... There was a... Okay? There was a fellow in Tzipori. Azul boy Mizbin Kupid Mintavcha. So he wanted a particular cut of meat from the butcher. Now apparently him and the butcher had a bit of a, uh, you know, it was one butcher, it happens, you know, it was one butcher in town and they don't like each other and he, but what's he supposed to do? He has to have a piece of, he wants this piece of meat and he knows, the butcher knows that he wants this piece of meat. So the butcher, uh, so, so he says, can I have this piece of meat? The butcher's like, no, it's not for sale for you. Get out of here. Okay. No meat for you. No, I'm sorry. You want, he wanted. He only likes a certain type of meat. This piece of meat, and it's like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to do it. So the guy's like not taking that sitting down. So he went to a a, a, a gentile a Roman. So listen to the story here. Okay, it's a good story. He told uh, this Roman gentile, go and to the store and buy for me in the store this particular piece of meat. Okay. Um, and of course, he, the guy in the store doesn't care about selling it in general. He only didn't want to sell it to this guy, right? So he sold it to the guy. And he brought it to him. Now, of course, the guy who got the meat is not just happy to have the meat and put it in his junk. He had to go, go poke the, the store owner. So he went to so He went to the store owner and he said, al Aha! I got it anyway. You see that? I got the meat that you uh, that you wouldn't sell me. <laughs> I have it. Samerlei, the lab busser didn't avail Obviously, what? It was a guy who came. I saw the guy walking in. I didn't. I, I didn't give him the kosher meat. I went to my non-kosher stash that I have in the back, and I gave him the non-kosher one. So the trick's on you. Okay, the joke's on you. So the question is, so Rabbi Yirmiyah, B'Shem Rabbi Chanina, Maisa Rebbe. True story. Actually happened, okay? Okay, and it sounds very far-fetched, but the story actually happened. Okay? Maisa B'Lefnei Rebbe, V'amar lo kulominei, we don't believe the butcher, Meiser makulin dintziporin, to aser the stores in Tzipor, all the meat markets in Tzipori. Meaning, He's lying. He just doesn't want him. To, he just yeah, he wants. To, he just wants to get the last word in. I don't know. Maybe he's Hungarian or something. No. <laughs> Mexican, Mexican. Okay, but he has to get the last word in, and it's not true. He just wanted to. Stay, you know, yeah. one, didn't want him to feel good. Okay. It's a similar situation. I'm thinking of in Israel. There's all these different. I'm sure some people accept one, they don't accept another. 
whatever. Mm -hmm. So you find something, you're not sure which came from. Right. That, that's it. You thought you might have a tax, but I gave you a bonus. Right, exactly. So that, I, that is taka, I have no idea. That's a good question. Well, the, scare, the, the possibility is, is, that there's, is that when you go to the actual place, there's like, you have all the different things, and it's like, well, which sticker am I supposed to put on? It's like, okay, this one we put this sticker, this one we put that sticker, from the same processing place. That might be the truth, but I don't know. That's 100% the truth. Right. I remember. I do remember that for sure in the Chol Yisrael uh, back in the day, the Chol Yisrael companies, their milk was produced in the same plant, and they had a bunch of different stickers because this one would only eat this milk, this one would not eat that milk, and then it's like it all had to be their share, and they had a separate sticker for each one, but it was all produced in the same plant. Okay, Rav. So we have another story. Rav Nachas Litamani went uh, to. This uh, pl- to to some place somewhere to Bavel, and Hampton Mekilin, and he saw people being makel on basosh and alam and ayin on meat that was you know nobody saw where it came from or what happened to it uh, you know but what's called basosh and alam and ayin meat that people they was not, not seeing for the whole time. The Chamar Lenin was machmer on it. So what happened? Chad Barnash was a fellow. Azul Bayi Meshizga Askufte. And he was he had a piece of meat that he was washing and rinsing in the in the river. Okay? And it slipped out of his hands, it fell to the bottom of the river. And he left. Chazar came back and he saw the piece of meat there. By Misfina, and now he had a, a stick, he, you know, he got himself a, something that he could fish it out of the water with. And Amr lay Rav, and Rav said, you cannot touch it. Why? Amr he shot of Nara. Okay, that's how far he took it. That the one that you had that was swept away by the river, and then there was another, uh, then the guy next door, who the guy dropped his novella, and that came into this spot. Okay, anyway, that shows you how far we take the concept of Basar Shemesal and Ayin. And uh, all right, we'll stop over here. A pleasure learning, everybody. Have a great, great day. You understand?